Hello, welcome to the No Borders Podcast, where I'll be talking about the struggles that immigrant families face here in America, facing facing barriers such as being undocumented. Being undocumented brings a lot, a lot of struggle. The first thing that it brings is sometimes not being able to get the benefits that you get if you're a United States citizen, because most benefits, you need a social security number. Without that, you basically just aren't able to receive benefits because you basically don't exist here as a person since you're here illegally you're not documented and i just just like to talk about also what immigrant families face coming here because i feel like that paints a picture of how um socially how the stigma transitions from how we treat immigrants at the border facility and how we treat immigrants who are here resided in America. I'll be specifically focusing on my home my hometown since we are highly have a high population of Mexican immigrants and I grew up here and was raised by a Mexican immigrant. And I just hope to reach an audience that will be willing to donate. Uh specifically um also people that are willing and are able to give um a specific amount of money and i'll be posting this link through all my all my social medias in order to get the message across so let's start with border facilities and immigrants coming here and since the united states in the 1920s has opened up their borders for mexican americans millions have crossed but throughout the times we have had border patrol and at these border facilities and detention centers, they hold immigrants that were caught illegally crossing the border, having visa, visa violations or having an unauthorized arrivals. Um, this is where they hold people in like kind of cages in order to see if they should deport them or not. This also includes children and adults. In ABC News report by Elizabeth Scholl, she stated that more than 172,000 immigrants were stopped at the border last month, the most in 20 years. And it's crazy because this is actually recent in um, 2020. And to think that because of COVID-19, we, th- we would think that the numbers would go down um, since, you know, maybe less people are coming. But since the pandemic, more people have actually tried to come and more deportations have happened. And this has been overshadowed. This is an overshadowed issue because of the pandemic, because we have this worldwide pandemic to worry about that this immigrant issue is being thrown under the rug unintentionally. If we were to take this into a monthly average, that would mean that over a million immigrants would attempt to migrate to the United States in a year. And that is a lot of people. And the conditions in the border facilities and the detention centers are horrendous. This is where the biggest controversy lies with these centers. Due to the high amount of immigrants, we, we don't know how to humanely attain that many people so we inhumanely have them crammed into cells with no space making it overcrowded in a times magazine article with madeline join describing this attention as she states adult children have been held for days weeks or even months in cramped cells sometimes with no access to soap toothpaste or places to wash their hands or shower some reports have emerged of children sleeping on concrete floors we can't even treat People trying to come here to better their lives. We can't treat them with any sense of humanity. We treat them as if they're just like dogs in cages. 
and I want to transition to talk about how once if they do get past the border patrol if they aren't caught the mistreatment doesn't stop we might not be holding immigrants in cages because we can't round up everyone but the struggles and barriers that immigrants face and immigrant families doesn't stop there well, people that are undocumented can't obtain one of the most important papers in the United States, which is a social security number. Since they're undocumented before they can obtain proper papers and social security, they have to follow the process of citizenship because without it, these people are limited to what they can do. As Aileen Truck said in their book, Dreamers, an immigrant generation fight for their American dream. She sums up this by saying, Life when undocumented is affected in every facet because it must be lived in the shadows. Before we look at the process to gain citizenship, let's look at the life of undocumented individuals. Immigrants don't have social security numbers or working visas, so they have to illegally maintain jobs. And the jobs that you can get illegally are very, very limited. Usually these jobs consist of construction workers, landscapers, or field workers being limited to this particular job. Immigrants don't have the freedom that America preaches about. And I've seen this firsthand because my mom is working at a company that is hard labor. And I know that she would rather do something else with her life. But since she's an illegal immigrant, that limits her. And perhaps one of the biggest faults of being a documented in the United States is that majority of these people can't receive aid from the government. So most immigrant families struggle more harshly than the documented family. They can't receive food stamps or federal aid for college. Therefore, they might have to take more jobs or they might not even be able to support themselves in this country. And they have nowhere to turn to because they fear deportation. I've had friends who fear filling out the FAFSA, won't even go to college because they think that if they give um, FAFSA this information that they will maybe be deported if they are caught doing any illegal um, documentation. Since many of my friends' families have um, have created ways for them to get a job that are not necessarily legal, therefore they're afraid to f- fill out the FAFSA. Um, and then Jogman also mentions the Higher Education Act in 1965, which has gotten reauthorized many times in states. Title five of the Higher Education of 1965 forbids undocumented students from receiving federal aid for post-secondary education. So, I say this source and I tell you guys this because this isn't made up. Um, people are your age are actually struggling to attain this education because they aren't here legally, despite here being many years. And I think that that is really unfair because. As a person who has many friends that are undocumented, I don't see them any less than someone who does have papers. And I think that us deciding who's legal and who's illegal in this country kind of defeats the purpose of why America came into place, which was to be granted freedom. And it's crazy how not having citizenship can become an everlasting effect, bringing education, income inequality in these families, and fear. And citizenship is getting hard. Many might argue, why don't these immigrants come here legally? Why are these families here illegally? Why don't these families go through the process that my great-granddad went through back then in the day? It's because it's a lot. 
it's a lot to do. Some of these families have to work right away when they get here. In order for a person to even get citizenship, they have to be here lawfully for five years, which is only usually granted through a test or marriage in order to receive the residency category. And the individual must be at least 18 years old and show good moral character and be able to write, speak, and read English. Most of these immigrants didn't even complete a graduate diploma in their home country. And they have to learn all this in order to be considered legally here. So it's really hard to gain citizenship. And I think that's a stigma that many need to understand that if immigrants had the choice, the resources to become citizens citizens faster, then it would happen. It's not because they don't want to. It's because they can't. It's hard. And now, I will. lastly, I'll just be talking about, um, I'll be regarding immigrants. And I will be regarding, you know, how Biden is taking this immigration situation and immigrant families. Um, the Biden administration has been expanding the centers into more locations to allocate space for immigrants. So for immigrants coming here in um, America now in 2021, Biden is trying to, make the facilities larger in order to accommodate the amount of immigrants that are coming here. As I said earlier, there's about a million yearly immigrants trying to come here to America. I'm glad that something at least is being done at the facilities. I kind of came into this project hoping that Biden, our new president, is trying to implement change, even though it's hard to believe, because no matter what, kind of president we had democrat or republican it's very hard to bring change for these immigrant families um the ones here and the ones trying to come here it's very hard um but ever since the biden administration took office they've been making this immigration problem a top priority on the very first day president biden took office legislation has gone to work out multiple acts and bills dealing with immigration and immigrants themselves in the late february the house and joe biden worked on the bill called the u.s citizenship act citizenship act to help over 3.4 undocumented immigrants gain citizenship. That is a big number. And I think that this is really helping the immigration problem. But in order for this to occur and this bill to be passed, we need support. We need people to donate. We need people to sign petitions. We need people to know about this bill because I feel like this bill isn't much talked about. At least I haven't read it before I started investigating and i feel like the more we know about laws immigration laws changing and what we could do about it the faster that we are able to fix this immigration problem for families as immigrants have faced stigma and all in all aren't treated like humans and i want to advocate because i feel like immigrants really are the backbone of America and should be treated equally. And I'll be linking links in the description of my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed the little facts it gave. And I hope that this gave you guys a clear picture of what an immigrant family goes through, how they get here, why they get here. I want to connect with my audience. I hope that you guys are able to donate to the links that I'll be posting on the podcast. I hope that you guys will be willing to read more up on the resources that I have talked about in this podcast. 
all in all in all, I hope that you have at least taken more interest in this immigration problem as it is some a topic that we talked about more throughout the years since Biden took office and has pledged to try to fix this problem. Thank you for listening to my No Border podcast and have a good day.